Hello and welcome to Agile at Lundbeck. We've all heard about Agile, but what exactly is it? On Agile at Lundbeck, we ask various stakeholders to give their take on your questions about Agile. So you understand it, form and inform your own opinions, and maybe even implement it when it makes sense. Today our main topic is psychological safety or what we also call speak up and listen culture. Why is it important and how do we even get started? Today I have Rike and Mikael in the studio with me. Hello. Hi. So welcome. Let's get started. So if we should pitch psychological safety, what do we say then? If I may go first? Of course. Well, since that we're using uh, psychological safety as part of our Agile Mindset Servant Leadership Program, we have introduced Amy C. Edmondson's definition, which is the belief that you will not be humiliated or punished if you speak up about ideas, disagreements, doubts, mistakes, failures, concerns. So why do we need a speak up and listen culture? Well, we want every brain in the game. We need to do that in order to be successful, to be competitive, and to deliver medicines to patients. And a speak-up culture and a psychological safety ensures that everyone feels safe to come out with their opinions, challenge situations or comments that might not be the right thing to do, and so on, and essentially help us bring out the best in everyone. Could you give me an example of what it looks like? Quite often I think about what an organization that does not have psychological safety, what does that look like? And that is essentially people do not speak up because they're afraid of being reprimanded, being punished in some way. And that means that there's a lot of thoughts, there's a lot of good ideas that simply do not surface anymore. And then you have an organization that is not very effective, that does not produce great science, for instance, uh, but you also produce an organization where it's actually not really very nice to be. Mm-hmm. You don't feel safe. You can't bring all of yourself to work. You you can't be the person who is really you. And I think that's one of the most important things that we, we need to bring out the best in everyone in order to be successful. Mm. And maybe then to even kind of direct it into Lundbeck, there is a huge focus in R&D on rebuilding the pipeline or building up the pipeline. And in order for us to do so, Hopefully, we will, you know, be the com- complete opposite of what Michael just explained. We will see people speaking up. We will see people coming up with new ideas, bringing them to life, involve people, uh, have discussions without the fear of ending up in a conflict, but having it based on data and science or experiments that they have done. And I think at the same time, having this kind of psychological safety also makes people feel that they can challenge some of the things that might not work that well right now. At Lundbeck, we're doing a lot of things really well, but there are also some things that could be improved. And just having the courage and having the psychological safety to to utter your thoughts and to speak up when you feel like something could be better, I think that's a, that's a huge part of it as well. It sounds important and also maybe a little bit easy. So what prevents us from having 100% psychological safety or speak-up culture? Um, in in Lundbeck, there is, there is a lot of history. There is a lot of culture. There is a lot of structure that has been built up throughout the years. 
so there is a lot of things that we need to also unlearn before we can even start diving into that area. I think there are also some things that are really important about it. For instance, just being aware of it, being aware that we can actually bring out the best in each other if we do some simple things. Encourage each other to speak up, for instance, and encourage listening to dissenting opinions mm. with curiosity and with humility rather than going straight to judgment. And I think maybe also one of the things that can be a little bit tricky with psychological safety is that some of the things that prevent it might be some of the sides of ourselves that we aren't mm. that proud of. It could be sort of if you're a little bit, let's just say, in a bad mood or something like mm. that, and you put another one of your colleagues down or something, well, that might actually reduce the psychological safety and, and might prevent that colleague from speaking up another time. Mm. So I think it's also important that we look at ourselves and our own habits and maybe ask the question, what am I actually doing to create a psychological safe uh, space? Mm. Yeah, and if I can just add, as it is with everything that is new or everything that you need to have focus on, you need to have the capacity, the time to set a focus on it. And and we must admit that there are a lot of things going on in Lundberg at the moment. So I believe that that is also one of the reasons why we just don't do it like this. But maybe we can start on doing just a little thing, baby step. Do you have any suggestion for that? I definitely think that taking the time in meetings to ensure that people who are participating, that they feel safe enough to speak up and also disagree with others. Maybe we don't know each other that well. So create some sort of check-in. Set aside 10 minutes of a workshop where that would be a dialogue. It could be what type of atmosphere do we want to have in this room today? How do we want to collaborate when we are together? And I think a part of the reason for doing that is obviously creating a psychological safe space. It's not only just to make it a better place, a nicer place to work, but it's also a question of being more effective in the teams that we're working in. Investing that little bit of time, doing a check-in, just figuring out how we want to work together will make most teams much more effective. I mean, most of, most teams that just start up run really well because oh, there's a lot of energy in the beginning of a team, there's a lot of excitement and so on. But when you then hit those challenging streaks where there really are problems, it really pays off mm. having created those relations, having created that psychological safety, so you can really address those difficult and challenging moments head on. So that just becomes a lot more efficient. It becomes a lot, The team becomes a lot more effective. Yeah. And maybe I can just do a minor commercial here from the Agile Center, because if any one of you listeners out there are interested in getting some inspiration for, so what can I do to run a chicken at meetings to start some sort of basis of psychological safety in that working group? Reach out to us. We have a catalog of different chickens we would love to share. Thank you, Regit and Mikael. We have a lot more coming up on psychological safety or speak up culture. If you have any questions, you can reach out to any of us. So stay tuned and thank you for joining me, Kate and Rachel. See you next time. Yeah, thank you. See you. Thank well. you.